0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Anything and Everything Podcast. I'm your host Storm Wade, alongside co-host Alex Reno, and we just wrapped up our previous episode of The Lottery, and now it's time to knock out number two. So, man that was a fun episode we just did. Uh, this one I have a feeling will be a little bit, I'm not going to say darker, a bit more real, uh, we're not talking about hypothetical hypotheticals or anything like that anymore, it's 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 legit. And the topic is, tell me, Reno.
1: It's going to be the top five things we have learned from our 20s.
0: And that can be good and bad, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, so, oof, this could get nasty.
1: Uh, depending on, you know, you will find uh, it's weird because, there are more bad things that you learned than good things, but there are more good things that you've learned than bad things. It's a very strange time. It is, it, isn't it? it? It just, you know, I don't know what to make of it. Uh, good riddance. No, well, I don't want to be 30 either, Let's yeah. just be 18 again,
0: <laughs> man. i I would not, I would not be 18 again. Uh, I, I just couldn't do it. Um, okay. didn't, I didn't like the person I was all that much at that time. Uh, and I guess that shows the growth that I've had in my my twenties. I yeah. guess that's you know one thing. Um, but yeah, I guess that's a
1: well knowing what you know now. If you could go back, you know.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, knowing what I know now would yeah. be a little different, sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Then yeah, again, I, I
1: think we've had this show already. <laughs> we we have
0: we have. Um, that was actually like our that was our I think our second or first most viewed episode. Of our entire podcast saga thus far, which was, yeah. I mean, pretty interesting. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. So this has the ability to be something similar to that. Um, like I said, we're going be, to be talking about good and bad. Uh, I think it's a good time to take inventory. I think it's a good time to also pat yourself on the back a little bit. You know what I'm saying? If you if you you know went through the grind, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, but Reno is now 30. As of last week, right? Yeah. Uh, March 4th. And yours truly will be 30 on May 18th. Uh, So we are in our last year of our 20s. A decade that is coming to an end very, very soon. I
1: thought for a second you were about to say we are in our last years. (laughs) It feels that way. Look, uh, my left knee hurts. I went to sleep last night and I felt something hurting in around my diaphragm, like in my chest. Like I don't know what was going on. So I'm like, "Yeah, we're thirty, all right. Here we are." It's not a tumor, like yeah. So I already hurt my back twice in my twenties. One more, and that's probably going to be it for me.
0: That's all she wrote, dude.
1: Yeah, I need to win that lottery quick.
0: <laughs> well said. So well said. Yeah, man, Willis, we, uh, we got some really good engagement on this one also, and of course we'll get to that at the end of the show, but for now, let's dive head on into this thing, man. You
1: want to kick us off again? Um, yeah, sure. All uh, right. So number five of the top five things I've learned in my 20s, <clears throat> uh, well, <laughs> there is not enough time for anything. Holy crap! You know, when they told me when I was in high school that you better enjoy this now because you're gonna be you're gonna be old before you know it mm-hmm. because the tw- your twenties are just gonna go faster and it's just gonna go faster and faster from there. I'm like whatever, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> so, top five <laughs> things I've been wrong about in my life. This would make the list. Uh, yeah, you don't have enough time for anything. Yeah, you can go through college and everything for the first two to four to. However many years you need to go, um, when that's when all that's done, when your when your higher education is done, and most of us go through it, you know, uh, you're in your middle twenties and you've got things you got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> then, next thing you know, you're thirty, and you look back on what you've done, and I, I, I'm ha- I'm happy with where I am. Mm -hmm. i'm not happy with a lot of how i've gotten to where i am i'll be honest but um where i am now is a good spot uh where i've been for the last couple of years you know so just kind of treat it as a as a new uh kind of treat it as a new uh, starting point just go from there uh but yes there is there's not enough time you you get you get your college done, you get your vocational training done, and everything, and like I said, you're halfway to fifty, and it's it's just like that. It is that what they said was right, was spot on. Mm-hmm. You you are not. It is going to fly by, mm-hmm. um, and there's not much to say about it because I, I think everybody listening probably feels that way right now, no matter where they are in that particular decade. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, if you sit down and think about it, you can feel it. it it's like a, it, it's like a ghost that's following you around. <laughs> uh, it's gonna get you. It's gonna get you. It's gonna get you.
0: <laughs> we gotta have a paranormal topic one night. No, that would be fun. Uh, that would be a lot of fun. Top
1: five paranormal experiences. Some, something. Yeah. Maybe possibly we could, paranormal. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We. Uh, maybe we. Should, we'll save that for October. Yeah. So we'll save that for October. Live, season.
1: live from Savannah.
0: Ooh, I like it. That we're would be sick, dude. Yeah. That would be
1: sick. We could you know, if we if we're if we keep on track, maybe we'll have enough clout to get on location somewhere.
0: That would be dude, that would be sick. That's man. gonna depend on y'all though. Yeah, really. If you like all things paranormal and ghostly and all that stuff and want to have a go live podcast episode from Savannah, Georgia. Or you know somewhere New Orleans you know something like that like I would be so down in the month of October,
1: Uh, the uh, oh that that chandlery that ship chandlery place they have on they have in Savannah out there on the on the front road at at the river Uh, that that that's like a weird haunted little place they have. Man, I've I've never been to
0: a place like that. That'd be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Something to think about and work towards, guys. Um, Mm. So my number five would be, sorry, I didn't mean to get off topic right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, my number five would be, I'm, I'm going to come out swinging right quick. You aren't as useless as a certain family member says. Yeah, there's always one. <laughs> uh, this older gentleman once told me, uh, and I actually had it on my wallpaper as my phone one time, he told me, I told him what I wanted to do with school and everything, how much money I'd like to make and stuff like that, and uh, things, things of that nature. And he told me, "You'll never see X amount of money in your entire life." Told me, and I quote, "You'll never see X amount." I'm not going to tell you how much it was ever in your entire life. Never forget that. Mm-hmm. I've never forgotten. I was probably uh, I, I was probably close to 20, right around 20. Um, May have been eighteen or nineteen, but we're talking about things we learned in our twenties. I learned in my twenties that that was garbage. what he told me yeah. he was garbage for one <laughs> uh, and 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 so I knew from the moment I heard that, I was like, "You old bastard, I will prove you wrong, and I have uh now that that old bastard will never admit that, but uh <laughs> I have seen that particular salary. Several times, I'll say it that way. I'll say it that way. So, how about that? Um, I guess I could say I'm patting myself on the back a little bit, but like, that was a huge thing for me, man. When that guy told me you'll never see that amount of money, and I mean, he meant like ever, ever. So I guess like I was gonna be useless and fired from every job I ever have, never hold down any type of financial income in the least bit, never providing for a family, nothing. He has no clue how deep that cut me, and how, n- how I never forgot those words. Well, and if now, he listens, he will. Uh, he doesn't know what a podcast is. <laughs> he hardly has a cell phone. But like uh, that family member cut me deep that day, uh, and and I will always pride myself on making that old dude eat those words. Well, you know, years later.
1: the twenties are. The 20s are a wonderful opportunity to prove a lot of people wrong. And unfortunately, many of them are, uh, you know, within, are in your circles. Oh, yeah. So. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, this guy was, you know, uh, on, on my mom's side of the family real close. So it's, I mean, you know, he, he is what it is. And I hate that saying. I hate when people say it is what it is. But that's, there was no change in him. That was his outlook. And by God. Now he can take that out look and shove it up his ass. <laughs> so there you go. Well, um, sorry, I'll I'll calm down. now. No,
1: uh, you you remind <laughs> me of I was told just a couple years ago, if that, by uh, a, a more distant family member, but somebody that I've sp- you know I, I've you know I've always spent time with growing up. Uh, he he told me it's like look because I was telling him about everything that I've been doing lately and everything I've had planned and whatnot, and and uh, he said, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, when you were younger, I really didn't figure you were going to amount to anything. Mm. I thought you were going to be the disappointment of Jesus. your family. I was like, what? You thought that? Wow. <laughs> I was like, what did I do? What I, was I, saying, I, dude. I, I just, uh, I was just some bratty kid who wanted to be left alone to play his video games. I've never done anything, you know, worth condemnation for. Right, right. Uh, but apparently <laughs> um a, a, you know, there are people who who think that you cannot that it is a sin to have things easy in this world. Yeah. Um you know, our grandparents, our great-grandparents, you know, a lot of them think that if we're not going through basically what they did in the dust bowl. Right. Um yeah, you know, we're not amounting to anything. But I, I thought that's what you went through all that. You know, you go through the depression, you go through the wars, mm-hmm. you go through the the social movements and all that to be able to provide better lives for your offspring and their offspring. I thought that's what it was about. But you would think, yeah, you know, God forbid if if a, if a ten year old has an Xbox, I know, and wants to play it after school, <laughs> or 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 wants to go play some sport that you know somebody doesn't like or something like that god forbid we we got to toil and 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 work and sweat and you know sweat out our eyes and our butts <laughs> and all, all this crap walk around with swamp butt all day yeah. and if we're not doing that then uh we're not living a life worth living i don't i don't recall seeing that anywhere
0: <laughs> i don't either that the person you're describing, though, is the same person who who said those words to me years ago. Uh, exact Everything was all oh, spoon-fed, or everything was like, handed to you. Oh, uh, the Wades did this for you. And, no, bro, the Wades comforted me in some garbage that I was going through. There's no doubt about That Unlike some, they were actually there for me, you old hag. Uh, well. I mean, like, I'm just being honest. But, like, you know, it, it's that same mentality. And... To this day, it, it still it still kind of has that uh he still kind of has that that odor about him. I guess you could say like, hey, you didn't go through or whatever we went through of having eighteen thousand kids and making one dollar an hour. Like, bro, whose fault was that that you had eighteen thousand kids? You know what I'm saying? My mom being one of them. <laughs> 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 I mean, like, I mean, if everybody knows what I'm talking about now, but like,
1: <laughs> well, you know, things are better now. I, I hope. They, your results speak for themselves.
0: They they are, yeah. I mean, I'd so, say
1: that. You know,
0: it, it, it's more so of a. I think now he's got a little bit more of a quiet respect for me. That, he's not yeah. gonna say he's proud of me. He's not gonna say, "At a boy." He's not gonna say, "You proved me wrong." Hell, no. He's not gonna say that. It's gonna be more of a. I'm just gonna avoid the subject entirely because, wow, he really bent me over on this one and showed me. So
1: well, you know, I I hate hearing about that, but you know, it, like I said. Your results speak for themselves. We're sitting in one of these results. You know? There you go. So that's all you need. Um that's a good one. Uh, good little session there.
0: Sorry about that. Childhood issues coming out. Uh, that's you know, <laughs>
1: i, I <laughs> you had yours
0: in the night uh the last Sunday. Yeah. Now, I guess I needed some tonight. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, it, it's yeah, tit for tat. Um so number four for me. Uh one of the top five things that I feel like I've learned in my twenties was uh, number five was you know there's not enough time to do anything. Number four is going to be you have plenty of time to do everything. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: This you know this is not a competition. I I, I've said it before on this show. I do not get why everybody we has to be married and uh, replicating like rabbits by the time they're (laughs) twenty. Uh-uh. Yeah, if you want to, that is fine. I am not condemning you for that. Um, if that's the kind of life that you have and you're happy with it, then don't listen to me. That's yeah. not what I'm. I'm not trying to say, but there are people out there who think that is the not and not necessarily the people who do this themselves who are our age, but uh, the 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 people who have a lot of people who have coached them into doing that think that is the only way, right? You know you know, where we live, if you don't have seven kids by the time you're twenty five, there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going on with old Alex over there? He ain't he ain't married yet. Like I was when I was twelve. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's it's tough. I, I'm not throwing out the <laughs> that, that old millennial excuse of you know the world's so messed up. We we have it so rough. I mean, we. I'm not saying that.
0: No, no, no. Um,
1: but, um, things are a little iffy right now. So we're just dealing with it, right? And hopefully, my kids won't have to deal with it. And that's what I'm. That's why I'm going slow, is to try to make sure that they don't that they have it easier than I did, than ha- than how my father had it, than how his father had it. Right um but there is plenty of time to to get your affairs in order in your 20s um you have time to go about your your higher education if you need it a, as slowly or as quickly as you need you have time to train for whatever kind of job you're doing you have time to get whatever career you you want to have the, the options are limitless yeah it's it's a wonderful time mm-hmm People say your best time is, you know, the the best years of your life are in are in high school and you know no. getting getting plastered in in your undergrad years. No, 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 that's not it. Well, establishing yourself is the best time of your life, and, and the rewards that come after it. Um, I, I never, I never once thought that my best years were were going to be uh, when I was young. Uh, they're still ahead of me. When I can go to bed. You know when I can go to bed with uh my wife and and know that my kids are upstairs uh sleeping soundly that's when i those are gonna be my best years, knowing that I've made it at least made it enough for them for each brother so uh but you have plenty of time to get to to uh to make all that happen life's not a competition uh and uh if i'm worried about what other people are doing uh more so than than what i need to do then i'm not doing it right at least in my opinion mm-hmm. so that that is that is how i feel about it if you feel differently that, that's that's fine mm-hmm. that's fine go about it but uh um don't tell me i'm doing it the wrong way yeah um as you know it, Goes back to family members, right? <laughs> it's always family members. Like, what, what, what is wrong? What's wrong with him? What's wrong with her? They're not. Sorry, no. right? go go walk your dog. Yep. Go, go yell at the clouds about it because I don't want to hear it.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm with you, dude. We are on the same page as that. So my number four is, uh, and I had to learn this. Uh, I know I learned this in my 20s, and it it hit me, college. Graduating college does not make you any more intelligent than the next guy. Uh
1: no, it probably makes you worse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make you any more intelligent than the next guy. It doesn't make you better than the next guy. I used to be real proud, like, oh man, I'm about to graduate college and have a bachelor's degree. Oh man, that, that person's so uneducated. Oh, I'm, oh so uneducated. Like, dude, you're a fool. You're a fool for thinking that. <laughs> and, 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 and and it showed me, I'm tell you, man, Tommy Tommy was one of the guys who really put me in my place at that, who who showed me quietly well he wasn't quiet about it, he was very upfront about a lot of things about college and stuff like that, which I am now. But he was this guy dropped out of school in the eighth grade, uh dad was nowhere to be found, left home, was working illegally at this little body shop <laughs> because yeah. his old man Kind of liked him a little bit, and now this joker makes over two hundred thousand a year making street rods
2: mm-hmm.
0: now, I know several several four year degrees from u a b Auburn and Alabama who don't make anywhere close to two thousand or two hundred thousand dollars a year yeah so i'm i'm just i'm spitting facts here me with my bachelor's degree. Doesn't make me any better of a human than him, and it doesn't make me any smarter of a human than him. I've learned so much from that guy. It is humbling. It is yeah. amazing.
1: So uh, you just heard well, we are not some anti-college uh, uh, people up here. No, we, you know, we we have college experience, and, right. and we look fondly upon most of it. You know, yeah, uh, and you know, I want to, I want to go back and and. Accomplish some things that i just didn't do earlier Mm -hmm. so we're not we're not saying that uh, so to speak but we're just kind of attacking the aura about it
0: yeah the when you're this young when you're in your 20s or when you're about to graduate you think a lot of times especially nowadays that you think oh i've I've, so prestiged i'm about to have a bachelor's degree (laughs) i know everything politically and Humanely or hum- whatever about <laughs> everythingly, you know, like you are an idiot with a piece of paper who went to class and 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 passed a couple of papers and exams. whoop de doo I didn't tell myself that, dude. And uh, and and don't don't get me wrong, like I learned a good bit of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and I wouldn't take back some of that knowledge for anything. But but that was my big thing was just because I learned that doesn't make me any better. Than any other person without it, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Um, so I learned. I, I've said this before, you know. When you're when you're growing up, however you're taught is how you see the world, right? Mm-hmm. And that 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 is the way to think. You go to college, as most of us do. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you think you've you, you think you've figured it out, right? You're like, no, this is the way I should be looking at everything. Then you get out of that and you go to work and you're like, uh, what? Right. So it's, I was kind of right the first time. Yeah. But you know, after that, it's kind of, you, your experiences com- compound on each other.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh you kind of, that's when you, like I said, the twenties is about when you, at least you're mid to late twenties. That's right. when you really start cementing your ideas about how you're gonna see the world for the next, you know, forty, fifty years. Right. Um so uh anybody older than me who says wanna well, say different they can. I you know, I obviously haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how I think it's gonna go. Uh yeah, that's that that's good. Um yeah, some of the smartest people I've ever met didn't even finish high school. Right. Exactly so, man. That's what I'm saying, um, and uh yeah, and same same as you, so uh there there's idiots, there's idiots everywhere, there's smart people everywhere, you of just course. gotta it just depends on how lucky you are to run into them. <laughs> <laughs> love it, so um yeah, uh number three Three. It's three, yes, three for me. Uh, and I just touched on that actually. Uh, my number three, top five thing I've learned in my twenties was uh that that's when your perspectives are really up uh, up and down and and left and right and across the board. Uh, you, you won't you won't believe strongly on one thing one year as as you did the year before or the or the year after. Uh, you're just going to be pulled in so many different directions until you finally stabilize and, and center yourself to where you know to what to what you're gonna be for the rest of your life and it's it's very disorienting mm-hmm. um, you know you're talking you, you, take it from me I've almost I, I have voted for just politically speaking I have voted everywhere on the ballot over the last few cycles uh, because it, it it's it's just really hard to to form to to form a permanent opinion on things. Yeah, especially in the first half of your 20s. So um yeah, you got to be careful. Um a lot of times the things you you learn growing up it, you kind of at least I had to learn to sort of cling on to them um so that I could have some sense of balance, and and some frame of reference on how to deal with all the different things that 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 I was learning throughout this past decade, uh, and you will have anybody listening, you you might feel the same way. It doesn't matter what you were raised to to believe. Um, you have to hold on to that as as like an anchor, so that you can have. So you can have a rock to stand on to to view how things are changing around you, uh, because if you don't, you're just, you know, it, it's a mess. Yeah. I, I hope I'm making sense, but um, yeah. So just it's a roller coaster, and it, it's a it's it's I'm I'm glad I'm where I am now. I don't really have any intentions on changing much of anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, now opinions of of specific instances or people or uh political uh political policies or or anything like that yeah it, your opinions change back and forth on that but how you see those things um that is um by the time you're out of your 20s that's what that that's what's going to be your foundation i guess so yeah you know, it's just, it's a roller coaster, and that was something I had to learn. Uh, that's something I learned big time.
0: Roller coaster's a hell of a ride, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I like it.
1: Number three for moi
0: is don't run with the signs. And I know you're probably like, you know, curling your eyebrows back like, what? Um, But I remember <clears throat> so many times in my 20s, and my late teens and things like that i was i would pray for something and i'd be like man god just give me a sign you know give me give me a sign and uh you know give me a sign that this is the girl this is the one you know what i'm saying or give me a sign that this is that job you know what i'm yeah. saying like uh-huh. uh, all this stuff you know trying to kind of talk myself into it potentially being that you know what i'm saying and then you know oh if this is the girl then and God, she's going gone. she's gonna, dude, it's, it's gonna be so real yeah. when she walks in here in a second. You know, she's gonna say something. There, it's, it's gonna be made real, dude. You were so naive, <laughs> like you were so, and and then they walk in and say something, you know, nice or, or something like that. And it's like, oh man, yeah, yeah, that's that's the one, that's the one. You know, like how how stupid was I, you know, <laughs> to, to, to think those things, um to not run with the signs is uh, there eventually came a time where I'd be like, man, God, this thing's going to have to fall right into my lap. You know what I'm saying? Like it's going to have to fall effortlessly into my lap for me to, to, you know, understand it or to get it or to receive it. Because all my life I've been asking for these signs. And when I think, you know, it's a sign, I run with it and get kicked in the balls, Um, you know, and it probably wasn't, a sign, you know, it was what I yeah. thought may be a sign, yeah. But it's not really what was a sign, uh, and and so I that was a big thing. I, mean, I stopped looking for those signs. I mean, it, even even now with potentially uh, some jobs, uh careers that are lined up after welding school and in, in different, and I'm not going to expound on that too much. It's kind of private, but in different categories or professions and doing the things I do, like I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, I don't know what to do. Yeah. You know, I don't know what to do. You're, you're going to have to, and I I just pray, you're going to have to like, just boom, this thing's got to come out of left field, just kick me right in the throat or something like that. Like, it's gotta be, ex- uh, I, I don't know. It's gotta be. Oh, so obvious. Yeah. And even then I'd still probably be like, is this that sign? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> uh, I mean, am I going to get kicked in the balls or, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and Because I'm still skeptic, skeptical about that today, about me reading signs correctly yeah, and, and things like that.
1: Well, you know, all that, no matter how closely tied you might perceive God to be in your everyday life, uh, the biggest thing he ever gave you was a brain. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, uh, if something looks like a bad thing you might be getting into, it's probably a bad thing. Just yeah. trust your judgment, right? Uh, You're not wrong, dude. So, um, I, I feel, you know, the Lord is <laughs> most... The w- Lord? The Lord, <laughs> the Lord is, it, <clears throat> again, subjective opinion. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like he is, I, I feel like he helps most people who help themselves. Or at, at least either. people who try, you know?
0: Well, faith without works is dead. The Bible says that. Yeah. And so I so, mean, like it's kind of plainly written right there, like, "Hey, you have to kind of, you have to kind of work for something for it to happen." You know, you kind of have to go through the process of receiving that and do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Uh, so.
1: You know, we all can't. It's. Yeah. I can't say anything further on that. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know that kinda ties into my number two actually. No way. Uh sorta, yeah. And number two, um it's even it's even gonna sound a little contradictory, but just hear me out. Uh number two is uh one of the things I've learned is that I am not in control. You are not in control. Yeah. Uh yeah, you can control your individual actions and, and uh you can try and work out your future to your vision as best as you want to. But at the same time, you're, you know, you're kind of just riding a wave and you're hoping that you can make it to where you, you know, need to go. So, mm-hmm. um, now I'm, am I, am I saying that, you know, God is directing your every move or whatever? Well, I mean, it, it really just depends on, uh, how you want to take that cause. I can't I can't tell you how to believe Mm -hmm. but uh uh but more so than that just all the factors in your life like there are people there are people whose butts you have got to kiss to get to get (laughs) ahead in the world right there are people that you're going to have to tolerate there are circumstances that are going to have to happen or that are going to happen that you're going to have to get through um and everything out there is tailor made to derail whatever to whatever you've got going on. Uh, it's, it, um, just, just to make it on the other side is, a uh, is a miracle, uh, to, to make it to the other side, you know, as to how you, env- perfectly to how you envisioned it happening is an act of God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh and with a capital a so uh yeah um we can control our own little bubbles we can control whether we go to college or not or whether we uh, work hard for this job or whether we work hard for this relationship or not um but at the end of the day the it's it's not our world mm-hmm. uh, this is this is a world of chaos and disorder uh good and evil if you so choose to believe that um it's, it's, it, we're just trying to get through it we are uh we are just little ants <laughs> <laughs> just trying to get from one mound to the other um so we are not as in control as we think we are when it comes to the big scheme of things,
0: poetically spoken there um
1: <laughs> so yeah.
0: <laughs> I like it, dude. I like it. That was uh, number two? Uh, Yeah. Okay. So my number two is kind of a, this is probably the biggest thing. Well, I guess the biggest thing besides my number one. For sure, but this is over a span of time a bigger thing that took up more of my 20s than anything. Um. And that is that there's something I've learned through my 20s. It was that I need Prozac, (laughs) I needed therapy, I needed anger management, I needed trips to the psych ward, I'm not afraid to say that on the air, I went voluntarily twice to see a psychiatrist faster, I needed mindfulness, I needed a lot of things like that, and I needed them earlier in reality but uh and i've said this before I've, I've said this in the things you you know you uh tell yourself at 18 or whatever and yeah but that now that I, I was in my 20s like it was time to really you were you were making those big career changes you were making those college changes you were getting into potential marital relationships
1: mm-hmm. in
0: the future that you were going to tie your life down with you were Losing friends for life, you were gaining friends for life, uh, you went through different things. I, I don't know, it's just I, I've learned that, that my back half of my 20s were so much more successful and better because yeah. of all that stuff. All the therapy, all the psychiatrist' meetings, all the prozac all all the uh the the couple of trips to the hospital the you know things like that that i I struggled so deeply with for years um and and now I don't and and so that was that was something that was with me every year in my twenties, yeah. Um, whether it be high or low, whether it be good or bad, no matter what, it was there. But it wasn't until my later twenty mid mid to late twenties that I really started to realize I can't do this anymore. Yeah, can't 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 deal with this. And I, with the help of all that I talked about, uh, supporting family, strong faith, I, I was able to get through all that. And here we are on a podcast talking about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you had a real baptism by fire that most people don't get to appreciate. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, and I wouldn't wish it on on a lot of people to see what I saw in certain right. places. And but, you know, may, maybe one day, if I'm comfortable with it, maybe one day we'll we'll de- delve into some of that stuff. But I'm not there yet. You know, as much
1: as we say uh, the good Lord gave you a brain and and basically tells you how to how to use it sometimes <laughs> sometimes he's there making sure that you get from point a to point b right you know? right so you know sometimes we sound like we're we're a little contradicting ourselves a little bit but you know that's kind of the nature of it yeah it's just things work in certain ways and you you go back and you're like man there's no way i could have gotten through that by myself
0: right well, you so, said earlier, like you, you believe firmly that God, you know, is is working with people who are working to do something about it. You know what I'm saying? And right. There's no doubt I was, you know, uh, not for just the faith aspect of it, uh, for sanity, for God's sake, you know, yeah. aspect of it. And so that was, that's definitely my number two is all those things I learned in my 20s that I needed every one of those instances, yeah. every one of those coping thing all those sessions medicine hospital therapy psychiatrist you name it i needed it anger management classes mindfulness everything i needed it and i am who i am today because of that
1: crap then yeah very well done um so i'm going to throw this in there with it uh and uh not to sound you know not to sound too distant because I know everything I know I know everything firsthand that you went through. Uh so but at the same time, uh the best piece of advice I ever got when I turned when I graduated, I feel like, was from a random uh gas station clerk. <laughs> okay. Uh one night. I I was still in my dress shirt from the ceremony. Uh, graduation night, I was heading to meet y'all in Parish actually. Uh because we had our trip the next day.
0: Yep.
1: Um I still had my shirt on. He was like, So you graduated, huh? I was like, Yeah, uh yeah. Uh, tonight I did. He said, Well, welcome to the real world. Buckle up, son <clears throat> <laughs> And I was like, Oh well, thanks I guess. <laughs> I, I I walked out I started to walk out the door and he hollered at me, he was like Hey buddy, I'm just kidding with you. It's really not that bad.
0: There you go. Enjoy your life. There you go.
1: It's like, you know what? I I'll try. I will. And um that's just uh um I just really like that for some reason. I like I like being I've told people this before. Um, you know, I, I've I've helped train uh students and stuff at at work and everything over the last few years uh uh, my own brothers have gone through the same process since since i did and just stuff like that and i just like telling people that it's all right yeah um no matter what you may go through personally if you just work at it and have a little faith um you'll be okay yeah uh no matter what you Plan to do, or what you end up doing, or who you end up being with, or or not being with, or whatever. Um, it's not that bad. The, yeah. the, the work you you will get out of this world what you put into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, random things happen, crappy things happen, but uh, most of the time, I, I feel like that. Yeah. You know, like just like with just like what we said with faith and everything. Um, you, you get out what you put in. Mm-hmm. It's an investment. And if you if you go into your 20s with a positive outlook um yeah it's not all going to be sunshine but it's not all going to be bad either and right. that's just all you need and th- this whole doom and gloom that we infect our high school students with mm-hmm. uh nowadays you know everything is everything is crashing around us you know yeah. the world is going to crap the money's going to crap our politicians are going to crap this that and the other uh, it always has been. Just enjoy it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just, <laughs> Just not the first time things like this is yeah.
1: happened. Yeah. So much depression and anxiety and all, all this, all this stuff, and uh, kids. So many kids are killing themselves. Yeah. And it and it's stupid and it sucks and I hate it and I hate people who push this kind of crap on our on kids. Yeah. And, I'm with uh, you, dude. Uh, you know, I'm here to say. If if you're if you're eighteen, nineteen or it, it, you still haven't finished your twenties yet and, and you're kinda in a tough spot, um go go to a gas station late one night and find this guy <laughs> and let him tell you the same thing. It's you know, it it a little rundown gas station, it is not that bad. Just just hold your head up, do your work, do what you need to do, and come out on the other side, you'll be all right.
0: Simply said, man. That reminds me of, uh, I was talking about Tommy, uh, I think i like my number four on this, and I'll never forget something he told me. <clears throat> and I was talking to something about a really bad moment or something like I'd had, or, and he and he said, he said, want well, to hear something weird? I said, well, sure. He said, what's the worst moment of your life? Like the worst, like there was no way out of it. Nothing could get any worse. Like there was no end to the misery. That was it. Your life was going to end. And I was sitting there thinking, well, my first thought is, well, when I when when I went to the soccer ward the first time, you know, and he said, you know what's funny? You're sitting here right now. That was not the end. You made yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and he said, he said, every single person, every single person who sits there and thinks this is as bad as it gets, this is the worst, this is all, this is the end. They're here. Yeah. They come out. They're around. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you get through it. You survive.
1: Yeah, they're not undamaged, but they're here. Yeah, exactly,
0: yeah. and I've, I'd never thought of it that way. Uh, and and it, it was just, once again, that old bastard, he's more right than wrong most of the time, but loving to death, man. Uh, that's one of those things I learned from a guy who never even graduated high school. Yeah. So didn't go to college <laughs> or anything like that, but it's a really successful and really successful in, in terms of giving advice to a younger man, too. So yeah. my number one, in all this, is uh, in my later 20s, and I'm sure a lot of you know where I'm going with this, but I learned that I can be a selfless dad. Um, you know, I, I always had a feeling in my heart that I could be a, 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 a good dad, a decent dad, an okay dad. I think I'd be a fun dad. But I did not realize how selfless you have to be in order for that to happen. And yeah. there was no way, early to mid twenties, I could have been that person. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, it was all. I'm not sure
1: me. I could be that person right now. And, and that's
0: fine. <laughs> so. You know, and, and that—that's what I'm saying. I, unlike the people you were talking about earlier, like you got to have them 18 while you're 20 years old with your high school sweet. No, no, that's not what it is. Because some people aren't ready. I was not ready for that. I'd, I'd have been doing my kids an injustice. Right. I wasn't even fully ready when I had them at 28, 29 years old or mm-hmm. uh, 27 what whatever it was but has it really been 20 I don't know but regardless I, that's that's my whole point is I wasn't I was hardly ready then and and much less when I was you know in my early to mid 20s but that showed me and I'll never forget this before I had kids we were at we were in Tampa and we were at Red Lobster and uh, went to visit my dad, and Dane and Faith was with me, and uh, Jeremiah. So uh, I think Jeremiah was a—he uh, was a little younger, of course. And we went to Red Lobster, and they had my favorite dessert of all time there. They do not serve it there anymore, therefore I do not go there anymore. There was the <laughs> lava cookie. When they told me they had stopped serving the lava cookie, it was like you had just ripped my soul out.
1: I couldn't believe it. Yeah. It
0: was—it was awful. And so at this time, they hadn't kicked it off the menu yet. And and yeah. I, I had a lava cookie, and I remember, um, dad, dad had one too, or some, I think it was dad had one too, and he ended up like giving half of it to Faith and the other half to like Jeremiah or or or, or some, something like that. And I was sitting there thinking, I said, bro, you just use your Red Lobster gift card. To buy dinner and then a lava cookie, and then you split it. Like, there's no way in hell anybody's getting a piece of my lava cookie, bro. I'm taking this <laughs> whole thing with me to the very grain. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, seriously, that was my favorite. And and uh, I said, I, you're really doing that? Like, you're giving half your lava cookie here, and then all this stuff, sharing it, and then you're using your one Red Lobster gift card you have on on us. And he's like, yeah, that's what dads do. And it's just like, well, I was floored. It is the simplest story. I mean, it's so simple a toddler could tell it. But that was just a moment. I was like, whoa, whoa. I could not imagine sharing the one gift card I had on some kids (laughs) and then sharing my favorite dessert of all time with said same kids. And it was just mind-blowing for something so simple. And that's when it really started to change for me a little bit. And those wheels started to turn like, man, it's constant sacrifice, in yeah. many, many different things, to be a a good dad. And I've, I've, I'm still dealing with that. I'm not a great, you know, perfect dad by any means, but I'm I'm getting better. I guess you could say.
1: Yeah, and it you're constantly going to get better. You're never going to get all the way there. No. Uh, so, at, you know, my dad was the same way. Uh, he's uh, I talked about last show, given you know my lottery winnings at least a lot of it to my grandmother uh my dad's getting uh at least an equal share of that too there you go so you know he's he's put him he's been in he's been in the grinder for 30 years mm. trying to provide you know for his family uh, uh 30 years straight of backbreaking thankless labor mm-hmm. uh just trying to make ends meet uh had it rough from the get go Hasn't really, I mean, he's in a better spot now, but uh, still, um, he still has to, you know, he still has to wear himself out every day to, to provide, you know, for everyone he's responsible for. And uh, that is some dedication that I don't know if I'll ever have. Yeah. Uh, Not to say I won't be dedicated, but um, that's, you know that goes to what we said earlier. I'm not my kids aren't going to have to do that. Mhm. One way or another. Um so I don't I just don't believe those things should be allowed to persist from one generation to another if you can if you can help it.
0: If you, exactly, if you can stop it.
1: So, um kudos to the dads.
0: Right, man. It's it's, you know, and Moms are great, but we dads are really underappreciated. Yeah,
1: our, <laughs> our our dads are two people i i really admire yeah in this life yeah for sure man so good yeah. session tonight that, man it was good got I got a little bit one. of a
0: got a little bit of therapy out in both of us and i feel
1: like everybody listening is gonna enjoy it too <laughs> <laughs>
0: i hope so man and speaking of everybody we'll go ahead and get to those comments now and i'll start off reading the first one uh miss lady miss lady j she said i just had a milestone birthday myself and of uh, turning 40 last month And I've done quite a bit of reflecting of life since then. She said, five things I've learned from my 20s. She said, number five, save your money. The financial decisions you make in your 20s, positive or negative, can carry over into your 30s. Make wise choices. That's really, really good because I had a credit card that I got in some trouble with. And rest in peace, my papa, when Allison and I got married, he told me one day, he's like, I know you're about four thousand dollars, you know, deep in that thing. Yeah. Uh, you're about to get married, you know. A financial crisis and pressure is like the number one killer of marriage. Uh, at least in his time, it was probably social media now. But he said, "I I want to take that burden off of you, so you can focus on getting your marriage off on the right foot." He literally footed the bill on that, and then I just went and paid him interest free. You know, uh, that's one of those things talking about. He went through a lot of crap, being poor and broke when yeah. he was getting married, and he didn't want that on me. You know that that right. that is true love right there. Yeah. Uh, number four, she said, you don't always have to follow the crowd. Stay true to who you are, and the right people are going to love you regardless. Bingo. Number three ties in with four. Do not waste your time chasing people for the sake of a relationship or fitting in. Preach, preach. I did a lot of that in my 20s, which led to a lot of heartbreak. Um, Number two, don't compare your personal timeline to anyone else's. Hey, Reno was preaching on that a little while ago. Now Lady J is. There's absolutely nothing wrong with you as a person if you didn't graduate college the same time as everyone or dropped out. Nothing wrong with you if you're not married or don't have kids by a certain age. Your timeline is your timeline.
1: We Bro. gotta get Lady J on this show. That's She As is what I was saying, like
0: she, she is talking just like your stuff a little while ago. That is that is hilarious. I love it.
1: I'm gonna take some time off and let her let her feel in. There you <laughs> go.
0: There you go. <laughs> she said, number one, take charge of your mental health. There we go. Going through your 20s can be mentally taxing because that is a decade of your life where you spend a good majority of it trying to figure life out and figure out your niche in this world. You're at a constant crossroads of trying to figure what is best for you along the, along with expectations that others have for you lingering in your mind. It's okay to ask for help. Very good, Lady J. Reno, you want to read the next one? Uh,
1: Yeah. Um, Let's go with Mr. Horton. He All says right. he's in his 40s now. Um, <laughs> But uh, his advice would be take your chances. Plenty of time to fix it later if it doesn't go right. I like that one mm-hmm. you know uh what, what is it michael jordan said you, you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take right something like that <laughs> I mean, it's it's a cliche line at this point but it's true it's the truest i've ever uh, one of the truest i've ever heard anybody say right um you know be careful of one-sided friendships yeah unfortunately we all deal with them right right uh we we at least we all have people will take advantage of you wolves and sheep's clothing Mm-hmm. Right. Um but not even not even so much as that. They're just, you know, lazy friends. Yeah. I guess is the way Selfish. to Selfish. Yeah. Selfish, man. So yeah, friendship, just like any other relationship, it, it it it's give and take. Mm-hmm. You know, you both gotta be a hundred percent to maintain it. Not not fifty fifty. Right. So, uh let's see. Uh don't be afraid to do the fun things. Your thirties are for being grown up. I yeah. Like it. Mm-hmm. I guess my fun things are over. Well, <laughs> all my immature fun things are. Yeah, over. that's what he means. Yeah. Uh, be careful with credit cards. Ooh. Yeah. yeah.
0: Thank God I have Paw Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, and uh, enjoy it as it happens. Everything changes. I suppose that means like just live in the moment. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't. You don't want to. You don't want to be too focused on the future because you're going to lose track of what you're doing.
0: He's exactly. like, you're going to miss what's right in front of you.
1: Yeah. Um, very, very strong stuff from uh, Jeremy there.
0: He's a good dude, man. i will go ahead and pick up Lacey Smith's comment. She said, turning 30 myself this year, most of the things I learned in my 20s were the same thing I'd tell my 18-year-old self. So that if, if our newer listeners don't know, that was a previous episode we had that she's referring to. Please go listen to that. Uh, she said, I'll start from 5 and go to... to one she said, number five enjoy every single moment four be unapologetically you three don't be afraid to go for what you love T- uh two what's meant for you will be that was a tough thing for me to swallow i feel like i had to control if if, if i what if i was gonna have it i had to do my part and, and absolutely control every aspect yeah and that's that's not true you know what i'm saying uh that can still be a battle for control freaks or people who feel that they can't just sit on the sideline while something is unfolding for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, one and her number one says, "Slow down and stop rushing everything." I like that's my favorite one for sure that she said. Yeah. Uh, that we like Reno just said. You get so caught up in looking at the future and planning ahead, man. Just slow down and enjoy what you got right now. Enjoy the relationship that you're in with your wife or your fiance or whatever that you're, you're having to grind. You're yeah. having to, you know, be on a budget. You're having to, you know, skip a couple of, of pricey, uh, you know, uh, things and, uh, le- uh leisurely things. Like you know what I'm saying? Like enjoy the downs also, if that's possible.
1: Yeah. You know?
0: So you want to go ahead and finish up with Tasha's?
1: Yeah. Uh, so, take the chances. Don't be stupid. Just take a chance, even if it's a small one. Yeah, that's one of our themes tonight. It's, uh, you know, take your shots, right? I like it. Uh, stay away from credit cards.
0: That's, <laughs> that's, that's a, a repeating um, one for sure.
1: Get one, build up your credit. I do like that. Build up your credit and keep it stable. It's a, yeah, you know, I've said on the show before, they do not tell you in school how important credit is. At nope. least they didn't with us. Well, we know the
0: mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Yeah, <laughs> all, that, all that stupid crap. Who cares?
1: Um, I had kids in my twenties, so I'm able to wild now that I just turned forty. <laughs> Even though I have a grandbaby, kids in your twenties is okay. Kids in your thirties is okay. It's your timelines, nobody else's. Boom. Yep, that's it. Uh, the ones that matter don't mind, and the ones that don't, and the ones that mind don't matter. Yeah. Uh don't take no mess. <laughs> we'll keep it rated PG thirteen here.
0: Reno's the good guy on the show. Uh
1: well you never know, the Reverend might be listening. <laughs> uh friends or family included. Yeah? Um family especially. They a lot of family in all in all of our families, there's always somebody who doesn't know that there is a line to cross.
0: Dude, that was my number five tonight. Yeah. That old bastard. That was him. <laughs> that was my number uh, five. You
1: can cross a line. Uh, you know, they say blood is thicker than water. That's I crap. disagree. That's crap. Uh so uh but it all comes down to choices, right? So uh and everything happens for a reason. Happy, sad, love, hate. It's a wild ride, but it's worth it. Yeah. I like it. That that's oh and uh I do have a bonus, but just to expound on Tasha's a little bit. Uh, yes, at the end of the day, we're all going to the same place, and we're not making it out alive. You know, <laughs> we're all going to stand before a throne. Well, <clears throat> we are all going to wind up somewhere. Uh, so what, w- whatever you choose to believe that is or isn't, you know, one of us, somebody's going to be right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we're all gonna be there. Yeah. At the end of the day, all we can say is, Well, we gave it our best. Right. So um but the uh the boss uh gave me one that she learned in her twenties <laughs> it's very simple. Uh but uh she she says, Her biggest piece of advice never assume you can out drink anybody. Because if you do, you will be banned from Broadway in Nashville. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Broadway and then Vegas last week.
1: Woo. That might be the best of all. I like it. Never assume.
0: I like it. Wise words right there from Courtney. I like that a lot, dude. Man, we got some really good people that have commented on our post tonight. And, and the bonus there with, with Reno's sweetheart, that was, that was a good way to end the episode. Uh uh, a much deeper episode than the one before this, and which we expected it would be. We like our little sequence of having one lighthearted, one a little deeper. And, and that's cause that's just who we are. And so, Reno, you want to say anything to the audience before we cut this bad boy off?
1: No, I mean, uh, if, if you've been keeping up with our uh, progress lately, then uh, you know how, you know, jacked up we are about it. And uh, that goes back to you guys as we have said many times and will continue to say until this show ends Yeah, uh, and just appreciation all around
0: yeah and I, 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 I completely forgot to mention that I don't know how that slipped my mind uh, but yeah man Like if y'all, if y'all paid attention to the uh, page this week the Anything and Everything podcast in the last month has bumped up to number 72 in the nation in the nation guys, not in Walker County, in the nation, in the hobbies category on Apple podcasts. And so like, dude, that's not us. That's, that's y'all. Uh, and we're stoked. Uh, we're so, we're so We fortunate. want to be in the
1: top 50 before. doing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I feel <laughs> that. I like it. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Uh, that is just, that's just proof right there that you guys are the reason that we're there. Um, like Reno has said many times, you guys are the audience, we just we just have the mics, really. Um, and mm. so,
1: but at the end of the day, whether three people listen to us or three million people listen to us, we're having fun all the way around. So
0: exactly. So it not matter. And we really, really appreciate you guys chiming in on the journey because you make it so worth it. And with that, guys, we want to say thank you so much for listening to the Anything and Everything podcast and have a great week.
1: Happy March Madness.